So we left off at the very bottom of Ayn Beis and Aleph. The Gemara was discussing situations where you, uh, you're writing a get, and it's not 100% clear whether the, the goal is that the get should take effect now or whether the get should take effect, take effect later. The problem is that later is a little bit too late. The later is after the husband is already no longer alive. We have a rule called Ein Get Liachamisa. The question was, how do we know what the person's intent is? So the Gemara referenced the view of Rabbi Yossi. Yossi says, The fact that the date is written into the document, that in of itself is, is a giveaway that the person's intent was that the get should take effect right, right here and now. The Gemara wasn't sure whether Rav Huna accepted that or not. We left off literally right back in the middle on the bottom of Ayan Beis and Aleph. The Gemara wasn't sure just how far we accept this view of Rabbi Yossi. Let's put it up literally at the last line of Ayan Beis and Aleph. On the south delay, move on to Ayan Beis and Aleph. The very top of Ayanez of Ayanez. So we're not sure whether Rabbi Yossi said that view that Zmano Shoshtar Mochiech Alav. The fact that the, that the date is, uh, is written into the star. So is that true if he says it? Um, think about the top Rashi. Don't got to get Shekosov Kilchosov Shemosolo Omer Zegitech Imesi. So in the star, so so it's written into the into the document itself. Whereas here, the person is only trying to express his, his intent. The al so that's not so simple. So what are you talking about? We know that exactly what Rabbi Yossi said. Rabbi Yossi said it under all circumstances. But today we learned in the Mishnah. If a person gives a get to his wife and he says that, that if I don't come in the next 12 months, so then the get should be valid. Then he dies within those 12 months. So the Mishnah starts out by saying, ain't no get. So of course that's no good. So of course the, the get is not good. Because the other person said explicitly, the get should only take place in Lobosi after 12 months. The Tony Allah, and even though the Mishnah says it very clearly, you learned the Brisa concerning that Mishnah, but the Brisa says, Rabbi to say that our Rabbanim, other Rabbanim, permitted this woman to remarry. How in the world did this woman remarry? The person who said it absolutely clear that the get should only take effect after the 12 months, after the 12 months is no longer alive. The Gemara says, No, I'll tell you who the author of this Brisa is. We am reading And when we discuss this, this very, very strange Brisa, that the later Rabbanim, the later Tanoim, permitted this woman to remarry. Man Rabbi Seidu, who are, who are these uh, anonymous, who are these phantom Rabbi Seidu? Amr Vida Mashmuel, 
Beidina Desharu Mishcha. The base then that permitted oil, but the walls have to do with anything. So it's a sugi in Masechus of Adizara. But the Gemara tells us that even though the Mishnah says in Masechus of Adizara in the second parak that oil that was produced by non-Jews is considered to be trade. Just as Chazal said that you can't have wine touched by non-Jews and you can't have, you can't have uh, cooked food cooked by non-Jews, you can't have bread, bread baked by non-Jews, you can't have Croatia oil either. The Gemara says that in the later generations, they permitted the non-Jewish oil. There was a whole discussion of a desire, what authority they had to permit that. The basin that permitted the non-Jewish oil is the basin of Rabbi Huda Nesia. Rabbi Huda Nesia was the grandson of Rabbi Huda Hadassi. So who comes in the world and says that was they were that basin was known. They they got the nickname the basin of the Shalom Mishcha. They were the basin that was not the oil. It says the Gemara that same basin that was not the oil was not the oil shower. That was the name of the basin. The basin that was mounted in the Gracia oil, they were the ones who permitted this woman to remarry. The suburb like Rabbi Yossi. And they were of the opinion like Rabbi Yossi. The Amr's Manashashtar Because they held that, that we could base, basing on what the date written in the Shtar is, that in of itself is proof positive that the person meant to divorce the woman from now. So no matter what he said, no matter what the Tanoim, no matter what the different conditions sound like, Tachlis, if the document is dated, that's what it says. It's not a post-dated check. It says the, the date on the document, and therefore the get is going to take effect from now. So it says the Gemara, we know that exactly what Rabbi Yossi said. We're not 100% sure whether we follow this, whether we follow the view of Rabbi Yossi in its entirety. Not 100% sure. Yes, the Gemara, is that really true? We, as the Amoraim, are not sure that we should follow the BLC. It was already accepted. The BLC's view was already documented. It was already accepted. Everybody knows that we follow the BLC. It already taught us. A person gives a get to his wife, and he says the following. So if he uses these, these vague Lashonas, and he says, here's the get, if I die. Here's the get, that I'm going to die. So the get is still going to be valid. How is the get going to be valid? Don't those languages indicate that he needs to give the get at a later point? Is that a violation of en get So clearly, it must be that it's following Rabbi Yossi. Those wordings don't really mean anything. That whatever he verbalized is ultimately going to be trumped by what it says in the document itself. And since the document says the star, the get is dated, that's going to be a get of the action. But Rabbi continues that there are certain Lashonos that you can't ignore. There are certain phrases that he uses that just are not ambiguous. Kisha amus uliachamisa ain't again. The guy says black and white. This get will only take effect after I die. He says, "Areza get laachamisa." Zmanish shtar from today to tomorrow. If he says it black and white, and he means the get to take effect later, it's going to take effect later, which is tantamount to saying it's not going to take effect because it's too late. But barring those uh, very, very clear uh, indications of Rashad, otherwise, Rabbi seems to be buying into this idea that the get would be good. So, yes, the Gemara. So, what exactly were those cases where the person said, What exactly did he say? Did he say the magic word from today when I die? As we learned last week, that if he says the word Hayom, that for sure is a good get. And even the Rabbanon would buy into that. Is that what he said for Rabbanon? And therefore, Rabbanon's statement would, would be following the view of the Rabbanon. I need Rabbanon to tell me that. It's a mission. We spent last week talking about that. 
But today the Mishnah says, "Bahayomi makes it raise again." The person says, "Befavors that the get should be valid today." If I die, that we that we say that the words "if I die" was simply a condition. It didn't mean to change the dating of the actual chalos of the get. So of course it's going to be good. So obviously Rav was adding something. Rav felt the necessity to say that uh, it may see the get is good. It must mean that Allah the law He didn't say mayom. Rabbi Yossi, it must be that's following Rabbi Yossi. Shvami no halacha Rabbi Yossi. So you see clear, the, the bottom line is, halacha is like Rabbi Yossi. So how can Rabbi Huna not be sure what the did is? Isn't it obvious that the halacha is final words like Rabbi Yossi? He says, well, no, what are you asking? From one to another, the Rabbi Pshitalei, the Rabbi Huna Misafkalei, that Rabbi, in fact, decided, he came to the opinion that the halacha is outright clear like Rabbi Yossi, that we accept the view of just about no matter what he said, doesn't matter, unless he said literally black and white that the get should take effect after death. But anything short of that, so we just fall back on the dating of the get. So Rava was convinced that that's true. It doesn't mean that Ravuna was convinced that is true. Ravuna is not sure. So according to Ravuna, life remains a suffering. Or if you want, I'll say another interpretation into what Rava said. That when Rabbah spoke about the, the get being valid, he actually said, he said the magic word that the get should take place, should take place today. The Rabbah wasn't even following the view of He wasn't even addressing the issue of not saying the Hayom. We have no idea what Rabbah personally held about Rabbah was talking about that he said the word Hayom. Rava felt the necessity to teach me these halachas because he wanted to teach us how to be medayek in the different phrases, the different words. That what is, what are the differences? So again, it's very very nuanced of, a, of what the person is saying. If he says a lashon that sounds like a get should only take place after he dies, then the game is over. If he uses a lashon that is uh, more in sync with the get being chal now, then the get in fact will be chal now. So when all the dust settles, we still do not have absolute clarity about a couple of the major issues. Namely, uh, the basic the basic format of the sugya we will understand. Person gives a get that should take effect now, so then the get's going to take effect uh, as of now. The person words the get that the get's going to take the take effect in the future. So if he dies before that future day, that's going to be a problem of That's absolutely impossible for a get to take hold after the person's dead. The problem is that there's so much in between. There's so many nuances as to know what really was the effect of this get. Was the get supposed to be authorized as of now, was the get supposed to be put on hold until later? So it's going to depend on two factors. It's going to depend on factor number one. What his lotion was, just how how uh, nuanced were the phrases that he used, and number two, it's going to uh, it's going to depend upon how much you think you take into consideration the fact that the get does have today's date on it. So Rabbi Yossi took that into very very significant consideration. Rabbi Yossi said, if it has today's date on it, the game is over unless the guy totally blew it, unless the guy said black on white that I don't want the get to be chal today, I want the get only to be chal tomorrow. If he mamish uproots what it says, then he uprooted it. But as long as nothing was said to absolutely invalidate the date on the get, so then we're going to follow the date of the shot. 
And the Rabbanim said, not so simple. The Rabbanim said that we don't give so much credibility to just the fact that the get is dated. That doesn't indicate that's what he meant it to be chal. That means that's when he wrote it. But uh, it's post-dated. I, he, he forgot the post-dated. That's what he meant. He didn't really mean that everything's going to take effect now. So you have nuances as to where do you draw the line. And the basic surah, the basic format of the surah being the same. Everybody agrees. Everyone agrees that if you have a get from the action, it's going to work. At what point do you say the action? What point do you say the chamisa? If you follow exactly what he said, you follow a little bit more what's written in the text. That's where the different opinions in the Tanoim now, uh, now play out. And now comes the Gemara and says, going back to when we left off last week, where Rav Huna was the one who threw a curveball at us. Rav Huna said that there are cases that we're not sure what to do. We have again in front of us that was given, it was said, it was written, and the husband died in the interim, and we're not quite sure what really happened. Did the get take hold, or did the get not take hold? Was it the get liachavis or not? So Rabbi Aleph from Huna taught us last week that under those circumstances, you have to err on the side of caution, and you have to say as follows: If this husband subsequently died, so obviously the woman is not an ish anymore. But the question is: Is the is the woman a yavama or not? Is she somebody who is supposed to have yibum or chalitza? So it depends. If the couple was still married at the time that the husband died and he didn't have any children, then yes, then she's supposed to have Yibam or Chalitza. If the couple had already been divorced beforehand, so then the answer is no, then they cannot have Yibam because doing Yibam with a the, the woman who is no longer the wife of your brother, but she was the wife of your brother one time, that's called Eishas Ochev Shlobam Mitzvah. So marrying your brother's wife, unless it's for the express purposes for the Mitzvah Yibam, is an Isakarich. That's not exactly a good option. So now you have a situation where you have a woman, we're not sure, the Russians just don't know. Is she Eishas Ochev or is she Gerushas Ochev? If she's Eishas Ochev, then we'll do Yibam. If she's Gerushas Ochev, then we'll send the Frishas. They require anything. So comes Rav Huna and Amin says, when in doubt, do Chalitza. That's like a theme that permeates 120 plus blood in the seventh of Rambam. When in doubt, so you do chalitza. The Rambam in, in the end of the Chazibam, so he dedicates a whole series of prachim to all the wild, crazy cases that we may remember from the seventh of Rambam. About you know, four brothers married four sisters, and this was this, and this, spakers and spakers, and all kind of one. One gives you Rambam's pages and pages of different scenarios of spakers and the Chazibam. So after the Rambam goes through every single one, the Rambam says, "Shmor klal Remember this rule. Whenever you don't know what to do, whenever there's a suffix, that's the bottom line. So you can have a lot, a lot of permutations of that suffix, but the basic principle of the is governed by the rule. When in doubt, you can't let it go free with nothing. On the other hand, you can't have yibum. So So now the Gemara applies that, that principle to our Mishnah as well. The Gemara continues, There are those who say that that um, that when Rav Huna spoke about uh, about doing chalitza, so Rav Huna is referring to the safe of the Mishnah. What did it say in the safe of the Mishnah? And the person gives a get to his wife, and he says this get should take effect after he dies. So the get is worthless. It's meaningless. That's an ultimate ain't get liachamisa. Amar Rav Huna comes Rav Huna and says, oh, by the way, bringing back Rav Yossi into the picture. According to the view of Rabbi Yossi, she still requires chalitza. Why is that? Because according to Rabbi Yossi, once you have his man in the star, 
That's as if you said Hayom. So now you gave her the get in effect by giving two contradictory instructions. You said Mehayom Uliachamisa. So giving a get Mehayom Uliachamisa. Well, you didn't say it. That's, it, it. It's a make believe saying it. According to Yossi, whatever's written, if it says Beit Cheshvan, that's as if you said Hayom. So now you gave the get with a lach equivalent of saying Mehayom Uliachamisa. Guess what? When you have a get Mehayom Uliachamisa, that's the din. You do Chalitza without doing Yibum because we're not sure what you meant. So comes Rabbi Yosi, comes Rabbi Yosi and says, "Well, do Rabbi Yosi chalatzis?" Shita, says, "Obviously, everybody knows that according to Rabbi Yosi, whatever's written in the get in terms of the date is the halacha kulim to say mehayom." So with the sefer the rabbanin chalatzis, since according to the rabbanin and the sefer the Mishnah, when you actually said mehayom, chalitzah is done. So reishanami Rabbi Yosi chalatzis. So in the beginning of the Mishnah, according to Rabbi Yosi, you should also do chalitzah. The says, "No, no, no." Mao de Tema, I would have thought the Biosi Bahakarebi Svirale, Yamagita Ma'al Yahabe. I would have thought that there's a third sheet out there, the sheet of Rebbe, that was the quote in a moment. Vidanosi held that if a person said that uh, that he uses a phrase that seems to contradict itself, don't worry. He didn't mean when he says by Yom Yachamisa, he didn't mean to change and to make the Yachamisa. What he meant was it's simply a tonight, simply a condition. He said Mehayom, Hayom means from today. When he said Yachamis, he just meant that the get should be effective now, if and when I die. But the get is is chal, is the get takes effect retroactively. That's not a get Yachamisa. So that's already an extreme view. We haven't even seen that view yet. So comes and says that I would have thought that Rabbi Yossi was so making Rukus Gitin, Rukus Tanoyim, and his Rimachi Gitin based on, on factors that others would disagree with. So Bahaka Rebbe Sirale, Yamagitta if the get is totally good, if the get is totally good, then the woman was completely divorced, without a doubt, and then there's no need for chalitza. So kamash balon, so that's what we're coming to teach us. The low Rebbe Savlak of Yossi, the low Rebbe Savlak of Rebbe. Rebbe and Rebbe Yossi are two totally different shittas. They're both leniencies and hilchas tenoim. They're both things that relate to a get that other tenoim didn't accept. But they're not the same. Rabbi Yossi was the one who was focusing on Zman Shoshan. He's the one who took with the utmost seriousness what it says in the, in the page, in the document. And Rebbe was the one who said, when you have two contradictory statements, you assume what the person meant was, is that the get should be from today, that he dies. He didn't mean to back out from what he said. He didn't mean to create a scenario for Engel Yachavista. He just simply meant to qualify with it tonight. It says the Gemara we have is the basic sheet of the Chacham. The Chacham are the biggest Machmirim. They say that none of, this, none of these games work. That if a person says something that sounds like the get is the Achamisa, the game is over. And Rabbi Yosef said, no, no, no. Don't, don't give up on the get so fast. Look at the date of the, of the Shtar. Maybe that'll indicate something. Rabbi Danasi says, don't give up on him so fast, even though he said the Achamisa, but if he also said the Hayom, then he probably meant it to be from now as well. So says the Gemara, both of those Tanoim, although they each have certain coolers and Uchus Tanoim Gitin, but they're not the same. Kamash Vlad the low Rebbe Savak of Yossi, low Rebbe Savak of Rebbe. Rebbe Lo Savak of Yossi, we know that Rebbe didn't buy into Rebbe Yossi's cool about Zmanash Rashtam Echechorah. The Tani Kazeh Get. When Rebbe used the Loshan a little bit later on, this is an acceptable Get. So we said this, Kazeh means this one only. The Mute de Rebbe Yossi. This comes to exclude Rebbe Yossi. Rabbi Yossi, and Rabbi Yossi, who accepted the leniency of Zman Shashtam Echechalav, doesn't accept the view of Rebbe. 
Tiktani Kazeger, we needed the Rebbe. Rebbe Yossi also used a very specific motion. This I accept. Zmanosh Hashtar I buy into. I don't buy into Rebbe. Who is Rebbe? What is Rebbe? What did Rebbe say? Rebbe Mai, this Anya. Mehayom Uliachamisa. The Bryson tells us when a person gives a get to his wife, and he says two statements that sound like they're contradicting each other. He says, the get should be chal today and after death. So says the first Tana, get the Eno get the Bechachamim. The Chacham say that get is a Safa get. We don't know what to do with that statement because that statement can either be interpreted as a condition, namely the get is basically taking effect today on condition that he dies. That get would be valid. Or maybe what he means to say when he says the Achamisa is Chazar. He's backing out entirely from what he said, which would make it into an Engetli Achamisa. So the Chacham throw their hands up and say, we have no idea what the din is, and therefore it's a suffix and get me no get. Rebbe Yomir, Rebbe is the one who said, get. No, no, that is a good get. If the get is okay, we assume that the person meant to just simply make it tonight. Rabbi Yossi, Mahi. What did Rabbi Yossi say? So Rabbi Yossi now has another cool of Rasul of his getting. It's not, we learned in the Mishnah. Kisvut's new get le ishti, imla bossi mikandi, I did base chodesh. So a person goes to a group of people and he says, I want you to write, I want you to deliver, I want you to give a get to uh, my wife. If I don't show up, in the next 12 months. So he doesn't authorize them to do it yet. So he says, hold off for 12 months. So what if they jumped the gun and they wrote the get during that 12 months? They didn't give it yet. So they know they doesn't want to give it for 12 months. They figured a couple of minutes free, so they'll, they'll write up the get now and have it ready for when the 12 month mark comes. So the, the Bryce says, so the Mishnah says, ain't no get. The get is no good. Because they violated what the person's condition was. And he told them, after a year, then you have the right to begin to write this get. So Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi says, this case would be a get. Why is that? Rabbi Yossi says that since he, since he worded it in such a way that, that not absolutely making it contingent upon the 12 months, the law showed is more indicative of he wants to make sure the wife doesn't get divorced before 12 months. He doesn't really care whether it's written for 12 months. So they didn't violate what his word was. So they, the basic rule of his get, as we've seen for the last 72 blood are, that the husband's word has to be followed. So if the husband makes the following demand, I insist on the get being written in six months from now, you have no right to write that get within six months. And that's the view of the Chachamim. But Rabbi Yossi said, that's not really what he meant. All he meant was, is that don't give the get within the 12 months. You want to write the get down. Put it in the... But in a draw for 12 months, that doesn't bother him. And therefore, the get would be good. So even though different tanoim have different coolers and offers get in, just because you accept one leniency doesn't necessarily mean that you accept another. So now the Gemara goes, goes on to analyzing the Mishnah again. It's very, very difficult. To, what, one thing is because more difficult than the next. The Gemara goes on to analyze another part of this Mishnah. So the Mishnah spoke about a person who, who gives a get to his wife. And he says, I'm giving this gift from now on the following condition, that if I die from this illness, and then the person recovers, or at least partially recovers, so he gets better, gets out of bed, walks around a little bit, then has a recurrence, he ends up back, and then he ends up dying from the illness, or maybe not, that's unclear. That's what the Mishnah said, you have to bring the doctors and try to figure out what was the cause of death. Is the cause of death the original illness that he had? So then the condition was fulfilled. Or do I say, no, that, that if he recovered, he's walking around the street for a week, and now maybe he gets it with something else. So if that's the case, then his condition was not met. So the halakha is going to depend on what the medical analysis is going to be.
So Amr Rav Huna. So Rav Huna now tells us another Kiddush of this kind of a get that's written, that, that's instructed to be uh, to be given under circumstances that seem to relate to a person who was ill. That's according to everybody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. we said, he said, so he didn't change what he said. He said, it may see as good as a Tanai. But the question is, was the time fulfilled? Right, so I would think the rebuttal would be consistent since it's still like suffering when No, so the rebuttal only stands to suffering when he said, because the phrase, is potentially up here. The word im is, is a dead giveaway. It means it's a tonight. So it comes to me, says, Ravuna says, whenever you have a get that's given by somebody who is sick, so so the get of the person who's what we call a shchibira, who's in a bed, the physician, he's lying in bed, he's sick, so the such a get has certain aspects like it, like a gift that's given by Shimra. We've learned in the past that the halachas that govern the giving of a gift by somebody who's on the deathbed are different than regular halachas of giving gifts. So Funa says the get is also different. What does that mean? So Ma we know from, from Sugya's back in the first paragraph of Basra that if a <clears throat> if a person gives a gift <coughs> because he's dying, he thinks that he's dying, and then he recovers. Then he has the right to back out from the gift because we assume that his entire giving the gift was only because uh, he thought he's going to die. He didn't die yet. So just as when it comes to a matana, he has the right. Once he recovers, he backs out from the gift. So to a get, it's self-explanatory. It's obvious that he meant to give the get to link the get to his uh, eventual, to his close coming death, which the bottom line never happened, and therefore he can back out from the get. Umagito, another comparison between a get and a matana for the person who is ill. No, no, but if, if and when he dies, so then it'll turn out that the get was 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 valid from before and because he gave it, he gave it mehayom, but he has the right now to say, forget this whole thing. The whole thing is uh, the whole thing is over. The whole get is bottom of the So umagito, afagavlo borish, cave the amaksobu, afagavlo amatanu. So when it comes to a get, we learned earlier in the sixth parrot that normally in order to authorize the writing of a get, you have to be very, very specific. You have to say to the cipher, I want you to write it, and say to the agent, I want you to sign it, and say it to the shalia, I want you to deliver it. If a person just says, um, yeah, just write a get for my wife, so you have no right, you weren't authorized to deliver the get to the person's wife, unless the person was very, very sick. The person's on his deathbed, and he says, write a get for my wife, Obviously, he needs to write it and deliver it. Every, every minute counts now. He doesn't need to write again and put it away for six months. So even though it wasn't spelled out exactly, that's also considered to be uh, enough of a proof. That's what he meant. But we looked at back in the six pack. We had a case of a guy who's on his way on a boat or he's on his way to, out to the desert. He's very, very tarot. He's very, very busy. He's not thinking. Obviously, he wants to give a gift to his wife. He doesn't just want to write it. He wants it to be delivered. So to a person who is sick, even though Afro got no parish, even though he didn't explain exactly what he wants, even though once he says the word to write, even though he didn't say to deliver it, the get is also can be written and be delivered. So too, when it comes to a matana of somebody who said, as long as he, he said that he wants to give the gift, even though it wasn't actually formalized, there was no formal kitty that was made. So uh, it's also self-evident that's what the person meant to do, and we're going to do that. So now the rest questioning, is it really true that the halachas of a, of a get, someone who was sick, just the mere fact that he recovers, that automatically is going to cancel the get? So now we learned in the Mishnah, 
person gives a get to his wife and he says, so the get is potentially going to be valid, but he links it to his death. And then he gets up and he, and he walks around the street a little bit. And then he doesn't feel well again. Then he dies. So we have to evaluate. This is the case the mission. Bring the doctors. The doctors have to evaluate. So if if he dies, if his death can be attributed to the original illness, the get is going to be valid. In love, ain't no get. But if not, then the get is not going to be good. So yes, the Gemara, wait a second. And you tell me that every time the person recovers, so the get is over. The get is finished. It's understood that he didn't mean to give the get. He recovered. That's what the Bishop said. Bishop says he got, he got out of bed. He walked to the street. The game is over. He gets up. When you bring the doctors the next week, the get is over. So I'm a mob, radio, the else is straight the rubber. Not so simple. There's a hero to recover. He went from one illness to the next illness. So he, he was sick. He got better from condition A, but he developed condition B, so he never really recovered. The only time he said if the get becomes bottle is if he's totally healthy. So says, well, what do you mean? It says that he stood up. So it says, yeah. He stood up from illness number one. So yes, the Gemara. But what do you mean? It says that he's walking in the marketplace. Sounds like he's back in business. Sounds like he's tumbling already, like like back like he was in the Gulf Strait. The Gemara says, no, 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 no. Halach Bashuk doesn't mean that he was walking around in such great condition. Halach Amishantai. He's walking around with his cane in the in the in the shuk. He's not feeling too well. He may be dying. Like a big deal. So it goes back to the shuk a little bit. That that in and of itself doesn't indicate anything. So why? What is the Mishnah coming to tell us with this whole scenario? The Mishnah is teaching us the top by giving that because he is still you know able to walk around and he's still uh, still doing okay. So uh, therefore, we have to evaluate. That it's not clear. What really happened? Is this second illness really just an extension of the first one or not? So we require umdana. But is it better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, the doctors are What happens? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But idach. But otherwise, umdana lami lebuina. That that you don't even have to uh, determine uh, what happened. So if the person, again, if the person gets up and he's totally healthy, and the game is over, then there's no, uh, nothing to worry about. If the person doesn't make it out to the, to the marketplace, then, he's, then, he's, then he died. He died from that illness and finished. If he gets to this middle position, then you're a little bit of a trouble. Then you can't figure out what exactly uh, is the cause of death. So then you have to be the doctors to try to figure out. I understand. If he's, if he's sick and he's um, only so... We accept his word, and we follow his word that we can forget. But if but he we, gets we, better and he's not chozer, then so we're going to assume that his das was not going to be that yet. His that that's the chiddush of Ravuna. That his das was only to authorize words, If he's gotten better, then he had the ability to chozer, and then it would be case. If he wasn't chozer, then his 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 you know today. Uh, I mean, he doesn't do right. Ravuna said that he can back out. He has the right to say that he never really meant to give his gift. But he doesn't say that. If he doesn't say it, he doesn't say it. Right. right. So, 
this is what's the question here. He, if he says it, then for sure he, we have to. No, we got not for sure. He gave a get. He authorized a get. He gave a get. So now we have to say that no, he didn't really mean it. He only meant to give the get because he was dying. He didn't say that. So that's that's the assumption of Abuna. Let's move on to Eilu. But that was the context of what the get was. So the Gemara is now going to relate this back to some of the other details of of gifts and gifts that are given under this unique illness. Uh, so I'm going to say next time we'll finish up uh, this part. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.